0: Hello, this is Jessica Heron, founder and CEO of the Stella & Dot Family Brands, and this is my brand new podcast, Self Made. Welcome to this episode of Self Made, and if you need a little mojo and inspiration in your life, I think you're going to like this because it's all about the mantra, that saying you say to yourself that expresses what you believe in, how you want to feel, your values, just something you love. I'm going to share my top five mantras, and then you can hear Danielle Redner, the Chief Inspiration Officer for Stella and Dot, her top mantras, because she is one of the most inspiring people I know. So she's got good ones. Trust me, you're going to love it. All right, let's dig in. First, what is actually a mantra? Well, I looked it up so that I could, you know, Google, thank you. To make this accurate is originally a word in hinduism and buddhism that's a sound you repeat to aid concentration in meditation right so it's like when you're in yoga it's the um or whatever else you're saying but really i think of mantras as almost like the quotes that go around on instagram the statement or slogan that you repeat frequently that just helps you focus and becomes your your battle cry for what you need in life so these are the things that are little nuggets of advice, little simple, short ways to say things that I really care about. Okay, here we go. My top five mantras. Mantra number one, show up like you are lucky to be there. I think that's a nice way of saying have gratitude for everything you do every single day and make the best out of every situation that you're in. Someone was recently asking me to give their kid who was just graduating from college advice for their first job. And that mantra was my advice. Show up like you're lucky to be there. You you really have to look at every situation with gratitude. And then you make the most of that situation. You could always focus on what's wrong, but you can also always focus on what's right. That's about seeing the opportunities and not the obstacle and just keeping perspective that you are so lucky. Mantra number two, you are in charge of you. Okay. I guess that's why this podcast is called self-made. So let me talk more about that. I really believe that your life is created by the love and the mentorship of other people. So it doesn't mean you're on an island and that what you do is all credited to you. No, of course it's other people that support you, that create things with you, but the you are in charge of you is really driving home this sense of self and locus of control and the absolute need to be responsible for your own actions, emotions, and attitude. Meaning if you're saying to yourself, oh, I can't do this or I have to do this from someone else. It's like, well, last I checked, you're in charge of you. So can you change that situation? Right? Don't use other people or circumstances as an excuse. Okay. Mantra number three love is my religion. So I love that. I think it's a song and why it becomes one of my mantras is that what I mean by that is love first, passion first, people first, kindness first. Like if you just have as a guiding principle, how things make you feel and not just what is logical or right, but what is about love, then you make the right career decisions, the right relationship decisions, the right people decisions. And, um, that's just a big one for me. Love is my religion. I am a feeler, a deep, deep feeler. I'm a very passionate person. (laughs) And so I feel deeply all things. So that makes sense for me. All right. Number four, you are entitled to nothing. You do not consistently work for, man. I think my dad drilled this one into me and It goes along with the keep yourself grateful and do not carry entitlement. Entitlement weighs you down. Entitlement is probably one of my least liked traits or things that I see in the world because I really don't believe that what you did once is where you rest on your laurels. Like I never want to do that. I'm not entitled to success I created yesterday. I'm entitled to success I create today. It's the number one thing that I try to tell my girls around. You got to work for it as much as you want it. And you've got to connect your, I want with an, I will, you got to hustle, you got to create and that's it. Right. Every, when you think about like, what's fair, what's not fair. Okay. There's lots of things in life that are not fair, but when it comes to having things or wanting things, right. to me, it's just about always bring your sense of I'm willing to work for it. And therefore you will then go have it mantra. Number five. Don't let the time it takes to accomplish a goal daunt you. The time will pass anyway. This mantra really struck home for me because I think about what do I deeply, deeply want? Not what am I ready for? Not what am I equipped for? Not what's going to be fast, not what's going to be easy, but what do I want? And if it's five years from now, 10 years from now, whatever that daunting duration is, would I still want that? And if the answer is yes, like a whole body, absolutely yes, then the reality is might as well just get working on it because the time is going to pass anyway, That's the one thing that we know for sure. We're not going to stop getting older. The time is going to pass. So you might as well go for the really big thing. Okay. Those are my top five mantras. And you're really going to want to hear Danielle's mantras. I'm going to bring her on next. By the way, my sixth mantra, this is just a little hint. It's a bonus mantra, and I decided not to do it here, but to do it as a whole nother upcoming episode. It's called You Do You. (laughs) So we're going to get more into that in a future episode. But for right now, let's get more inspired by one of the most inspiring people I know. When you about why people want mantras. It's to get some mojo. It's to get some inspiration that they want to turn into action in their daily life. And I know no one better than giving inspiration. In fact, that is why Danielle Redner has the very unique title of chief inspiration officer, because she's the most inspiring, funny, hilarious energy-giving, amazing human on the planet. So I thought, who better than to share their mantras than the Danielle Redner. Danielle, I'm so excited to hear about your mantras. I don't know if I can live up to that intro, Jessica, but I'm going to try because I do love a mantra. It's like a little bite-sized thought, right? Oh, I know you can live up to that intro because you are inspiring. And honestly, even if I've heard your inspiration before, I love it every time. And your bite-sized thoughts fuel me. Okay, Danielle, tell me about your mantras. I wanna hear your top five, so break it down for me. What's number one? All right, number one, my favorite of all
1: time, because the rest don't even matter if you don't get to this one. You gotta take action to feel good. Don't wait
0: to feel good to take action. Oh, I love that, right? It's discipline, not mojo, that matters, (laughs) right? We're not, everyone's not inspired every second of the day. Yes, mojo is optional, but discipline is not. I love that. Okay, so I think you actually have more tips too, right? On what do you mean by take action? How do you optimize for doing that if you're not inspired and you don't feel good?
1: I think you've got to have some systems in place. You know, it depends on if it's what you're talking about, if it's your life, if it's your business, if it's your health, whatever. But you got to have some systems in place. You got to have a time of day when you do it. That's just scheduled. You got to know how to do it. So when you get to it, you get right down to it. You don't spend like the time you have trying to figure out what to do. If you can have some accountability, you know, that's going to be key. But if you, if you want something badly enough and you're just kind of revoking free will, like I remember driving in a car with you once and we were laughing about just revoking free will, because if you just revoke free will, you get there so much faster. And to me, schedules are the key to not just waiting for the motivation. Instead, you're just taking the
0: action. But you don't get up in the morning and say, do I feel like brushing my teeth? Right? So if you want to accept something... As happening, you simply, I love what you're saying. So if you put yourself a schedule, you focus on the tasks, you find a friend so that you're accountable, you make it a bit fun, and you just do it. But I think what I love about what you're saying too is your mantra kind of includes the fact that, and then when you do it, you feel good. You don't feel good to do it, you do it, and then you feel good. What is number two? Okay, number two is it's actually more about even
1: a philosophy than a mantra, but it's leave people feeling better than when you met them. And I think it's everything. I mean, it's how you create energy in the room. It's how you're more effective. It's why people want to be around you. It's how you build momentum as well. You know, It's, it's how you, what you do and how you leave people feeling more than just how you do
0: it. That, by the way, is your special gift. That is so, what you do, you ignite everyone. I always joke that my family, I think they might like you more than they love me. Whenever they hear you're coming to town, they're like, I love Danielle.
1: That's just because it's rare. We're not, if they're around me all the time, they'd be done. That
0: always comes from, it's the uh, Maya Angelou quote, right? That people will forget what you said, but they'll remember how you made them feel. And I think that it's so easy to get wrapped up in... Uh, Having accuracy in what you say, or being right, when and Mm -hmm. those things are great and they're important. But at the end of the day, if you don't leave people feeling energized and positive and appreciated, it it really doesn't go anywhere. So I love that as your mantra. You do that so well.
1: Yeah, I think it's just about being the energy, not joining the energy. You know, if if you can bring the energy, then people just feel better. If you ask questions and you're calling out goodness in people and you listen. You know, and you just always leave that person with either a compliment or a challenge. To, to me, those are like the two C's. If you leave them with one of those things, they're going to feel better, and they're going to be inspired, and you're going to feel better too.
0: Yeah, uh, Compliment or a challenge. Okay, that's interesting. I like that. Okay, yeah. mantra number three.
1: You know, this this is a good one too. Being positive in a negative situation is not naivete; it's leadership. Now, I can't take credit for that. It's that, that's like, I think that's public domain. It's been said so many
0: times, but I think there's nothing positive about being negative and nothing negative about being positive. And some people think of it as a lack of vulnerability or honesty, but it's not that right. It's leadership. Like who wants to follow? Of course you're being truthful, but you're not being a pessimist. So tell me more because I agree.
1: Yeah. Well, I just think it's like, it's, it's self-sabotaging. Otherwise there, there is in every situation there's some negativity if you look for it in every situation there's some positivity if you look for it so it's what you look for right it's what you decide to highlight i think never in history has anybody ever wanted to be around someone negative voluntarily
0: <laughs> so if Amen, you, sister, because right? you into your vortex right we've heard too that your your personality is the average of the five people that you hang out with maybe not personality but mindset or attitude yes. and why bring other people down? You know, again, this is not about addressing, you know, real issues, but I just had this experience. You were there and there was like 20 great things. We I mean, interacted with someone and they brought up like one negative thing. And you're kind of like, sometimes it feels like there's not enough bananas in your fruit basket. Like that that's the kind of negativity that you're talking about, right? Like don't walk yeah. into a room and lead with the one thing wrong before acknowledging, you know, what's right or Exactly. Yeah,
1: and you know what? Sometimes I think that comes from people's uh, fear of being Pollyanna-ish. Like they fear that people will think that they're avoiding the truth. But the bottom line is, I just think it's what you focus on. And if you focus on the positive, you're going to highlight the positive, And soon you won't even see the negative. So I like to think that there's always a negative thing there. But I most of the time, to be honest, I don't even see it because I'm not looking for it.
0: Yeah, that's a, that's a great point. I think, again, when people are balancing it and they're worried about being Pollyanna, and I think when there are issues, there's a way to acknowledge them without dwelling and making sure that if you present a problem, you present a solution, too, yeah. rather than just putting the problem on repeat, right? So yeah. That's another great one. Okay, give me your next mantra.
1: Okay, next one is I actually this I repeat this one in my mind probably at least five times a day, which is oh I can't wait to hear what it is. Yes, I do. Every day at some point I say to myself, you know what? If other people can do this, so can I. It's like the opposite of negative self-talk. It's like positive self-talk. Like somebody else has done this thing I'm trying to do right now, whatever it is. And so if someone else can do it, surely. all I have to know is one person could do this. And then I know that I could do it too. Cause surely there's at least one joker out there who wasn't as good at this, who managed to do it. So therefore I must be able to do it.
0: I love that. And I find again and again, that the number one thing that keeps people from having everything they want, it's not because they're lazy or not, you know, not born with some innate talent. It's because they're fearful of not succeeding. So they lack self-confidence and self-belief therefore they don't act, therefore they don't improve, therefore they don't stay consistent, <laughs> therefore nope. they don't get good results. So I like that you, like incredible, you actually repeat that to yourself five times a day. Like all the
1: time, and I think that's the irony too. Yeah, I mean, you know, we talk to hundreds of people every week and whenever I'm talking to, especially like someone who's newer in their business, they, they assume that people who've been successful don't have that inner dialogue. And what I have found is that people who are successful actually have that inner dialogue, but they know how to answer it. Like you're just not listening. you pep talk all the time. <laughs> Constantly. It's one big pep talk. You know? And and I think, I honestly think the odds are that if you know, there are more people, have, people who have been successful are not more skilled in, in my experience, at least speaking of myself, they're just more tenacious. So you're... You may have different skills or a different skill set, but that comes later. The tenacity to just keep doing it and be reminding myself, I can do this. I can do this. I think that's the most important part.
0: That is amazing. Okay. That is so good. Do you have any more mantras to share?
1: No, this is number five. I mean, I could give you 27, but let's (laughs) go for five. So again i di- this is not mine this is public domain i'm pretty sure oprah has said this about a thousand times but i love it and that is that when you raise your expectations the world will meet you there and i believe that so deeply and i think we constantly just lower our own expectations so that we don't disappoint ourselves and it's quite the opposite actually if you just communicate what you want you talk about it and then you make the right series of small choices to back up that decision, you're going to be successful.
0: I love that. Okay, give me an example. What's a case where you think people tend to need that mantra because they go in with lower expectations than they should have?
1: I mean, I think it's anything. In their business, they're going for the, if you start, you know, an entrepreneur starting a business is often going for the low bar because then she won't let people down if she gets there or she, you know, won't be embarrassing or in a relationship. I think people are often, well, if he just does this, and it's such a pathetic low, Here, here's the thing. I've had um, two husbands. They both unloaded the dishwasher without being asked. Do you know why? Because that's just the expectation I'm setting. Okay. So, don't apply if you're going to have to, ask to be asked to unload the dishwasher. I just think it's, you, you've got to communicate that thing. I, I had an example of it in my own life where I drove by our house and was like, we should buy that house. And my husband was like, we have a house. We're not looking for a house. I was like, I know, but I just want to talk about this now because then maybe it will happen. And it actually did. But if you don't think about it, talk about it, and then maybe put some small steps in place for it to happen, it's not going to happen. So I think just putting that big expectation out there, talking about it, and then taking some incremental action. It's, it's, it's key in everything.
0: So I think there's something underneath that around why people would lower their expectations. They believe that if they lower their expectations and they can't fail, then they won't be disappointed because they've mm-hmm. being realistic, but it keeps you small, right? So if you are able to raise your expectations and actually put out, a big goal, even if you don't know exactly how it's going to happen, it actually begins the process of you figuring out how to make it happen. So I, I love that. That is a fantastic mantra. And frankly, Danielle, every single one of your mantras, I feel like we could turn into an entire episode. So will you come back so we can do that? I mean, it would be a very, they'd be very long episodes, but yes, anytime. Each and every mantra could be more. So I want to hear from you all. What do you want to hear more about? What are you curious about? First of all, let's talk about what self-made is. It doesn't mean that you make yourself without people. Danielle is a pivotal partner in my life that creates the success in our world. But what all your mantras have about self-made is what you do for yourself to help make yourself stronger to be in those partnerships with other people. So Danielle, I'm going to ask you, I'm going to put you on the spot to do this self-made challenge, which is really making sure people can have a tactical takeaway where they can act on it so that they can go make a difference in their life right after listening. What's your challenge, Mm -hmm. self-made challenge? I think it is write down the, like
1: literally write it down the thing that you are afraid to say that you want, and then on a separate page, one little step that you could take in the next 48 hours to move yourself there. C- can I share one last little analogy that will help with that?
0: Of course you can.
1: There's, I, was, I heard this recently, and I'm not a sports person, although you just inspired me about soccer, but I also heard a baseball analogy, which was that the most valuable baseball players of all time are the players that will consistently hit a base hit versus like the home run hitter, because you can't, you can count on the base hit. Person and success comes in a, on a team or over time from somebody who can every time get on base versus the volatile now and then home run hitter. So, what is like what's the big goal? And then, what's that base hit you can do in the next 48 hours? Because then you're going to feel good and then you're going to take action and you're going to feel positive and you're going to feel better than when you came into it. And then you're also going to realize that if other people can do it, so can you.
0: I love it. It's your take action tip. and I, I'm the master of using sports analogies when I don't actually understand the sport, but you still get the point. <laughs> so thank you all for listening. And if you love one of Danielle's mantras and you want to share them with others, please share this episode. You can subscribe. You can review anywhere that you find podcasts. And Danielle, where can they follow you on Instagram so they can soak up your wit and witticism all the time? It's Danielle
1: J, as in Jacqueline Redner.
0: R-E-D-N-E-R, right? Yeah. Okay, well, you got it, you guys. If you want a little love of mantra, energy, feeling better in your life, you got to go be Danielle's friend, social friend online, because she will, you will like her as much as my family does. You <laughs> <only>? <laughs>
1: Let's be friends. Let's be friends forever. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Danielle.